Hey, what's up? Hello. Welcome to Sounds Fake But Okay, a podcast where an arrow ace girl, I'm Sarah, that's me. And a demi-straight girl, that's me, Kayla. Uh, and apparently a gay ace guy, Daniel. <laughs> to talk about all things to do with love, relationships, sexuality, and pretty much anything else we just don't understand. On today's episode, Daniel. <laughs> Sounds fake, okay. but okay. <laughs> Welcome back to the pod. Moms, those are a flower, like flower I have on my island in Animal Crossing. I also have, I'm, moms are my native flower. <laughs> I don't know what my native flower is. Tulips probably have a shit ton of those. Mine are Cosmos and they're awful. I hate them. <laughs> you know what I don't have is no roses and Leaf has not even come to my island to sell them. Leaf has, Leaf's been to my island? No, he's been to my island. He oh. just never has fucking roses, that bastard. Just kidding. Oh, I've already planted roses. Anyway, this is not an <laughs> Animal Crossing podcast. <laughs> Shouldn't it be, though? I it wouldn't mind. <laughs> Let's just um, all start it together, an Animal Crossing podcast. Okay, cool. Let's start the actual topic of this podcast, though. Uh, you already did the ma thing. So what, what do I usually say next? How so, you doing, Kayla? Kayla? What How you are doing, we Daniel? Talking about? Yeah, well, <laughs> yes, we should say Daniel's here. Daniel from Slice of Ace is not in the flesh, but in the computer. He's in our computer. <laughs> our collective sounds fake, but okay, computer. We have one computer for the whole podcast. Budget is tight. Please donate to us. <laughs> Budget uh, is yeah, tight. I'm not. I'm not actually real. I just implanted myself on the internet. And oh shit. That's, that's the ace secret. <laughs> None that, of us are real. No, don't, hey, no, don't say that. Now we're all we're very real, respect us. Anyway, Daniel is here, and we've been meaning to have Daniel on for, like, I think half a year, and then um, the reason Sarah and I don't run an interview podcast is because we're not organized at all, which is evidenced by this, but Daniel is here now, and he's our new best friend, so. That's true. Uh, for those <laughs> listeners who don't know who you are, uh, shame on them, but also it's okay. Daniel, who are you? Tell them. Tell the people. Um, I am a human. Uh, other than that, I, I think that the, probably the most relevant thing here is that I make videos on YouTube about asexuality and stuff uh, from the perspective of being homoromantic asexual. I love yes. stuff. And he was on our live stream, and Sarah bothered him the whole time. It was very wholesome. <laughs> it was wholesome bothering. So um, if you want to see Daniel's face continually just get pulled up on a screen, watch that live stream back if you watch have the live it. stream. Um, great. All right. Well, Kayla, what are we talking about with Daniel this week? I mean, I feel like we're talking about a lot of things. We wrote down some very official and good questions to ask Daniel because we are, as you know, investigative reporters. Mm-hmm. And um, it's me, Ronan Farrow. It's me, NPR, the whole network. And okay. <laughs> Daniel's the BBC. So listen. Oh, come uh, I'm a single person, and both of you are <laughs> entire organizations. You got to pick yours. So it's fair. 
I'm what's his name? Ira Glass from NPR. Okay. Um, Does that mean I so, single-handedly like make Doctor Who? Yeah. If Daniel I'm yeah, Doctor Who, which is crazy, is he's the thirteenth Doctor or whatever we're on now. Daniel is every Doctor. First of all, <laughs> um, isn't every Doctor every Doctor though? And also every incarnation of the Master. He's also the TARDIS. So, well, here we are. I was actually um, typecast as the TARDIS once in secondary school when we were deciding what Doctor Who characters we all were. That's so cute. (laughs) I like how you described that as a typecast. I was either old people or inanimate objects. Mm, (laughs) Pretty much. Um, Well, my typecast is like depressed lesbian. So (laughs) That is what Sarah has been typecast as. And I'm typecast as, what would you call it? I was always like doing her best. <laughs> Goody two shoes girl does her best. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, this is not this is a podcast. podcast about <laughs> but yeah, of that list of things, we're gonna we're gonna talk to Daniel about them. Is this the first time we've had a male guest who was a spec? No. Oh, that's a spec. Yes. Yes. Congratulations, you've done it, Daniel. Daniel, you've done it. <laughs> But also, I'm very excited about this because there's a lot of, I, well, we obviously talk from, like, the female perspective of asexuality all the time, ever. So I'm excited to hear your perspective because I feel like, I don't know, I see less male asexuals online even than I do women. So, mm. yeah. I'm excited. theory about that. Oh. Kayla, do you want, ooh. <laughs> Kayla, do you want to ask your first question because it was you who wrote that question so I think it's important that you um, Mm. ask it. Yes Uh, my first question was basically asking you to retell uh, a story that you already did on your YouTube so I mean just cross promotion but I was watching your video about you coming out to your office with a cake and just wanted to know more about that experience because it sounds very wild. It sounds like a very Sarah way to come out, kind of. So, yeah. So, um, I, I, I baked a cake for my one thousand sub video on Ooh. YouTube. Um. So, and what I did was it was like a three layered cake in the colors of the ace flag. So, uh, purple, white, gray, and then black icing on top. Um. Didn't even have to look at the flag that time. Um, yeah, and then I had this massive three-tiered cake, and I didn't want oh, to it eat was a big thing. cake. It was, it was yeah, like, it was like thick. Proper... Okay. It was a thick boy. Um, yeah, and it was, like, covered in fondant icing and all that, um, so it was a lot, um, for me to just see on my own. So I thought, I know what I'll do to work. Um, and what happens if you bring a cake into work, which has a pride flag on it you kind of accidentally come out to your entire office um it's a big gigantic mood which is fun and then because a lot of people are asking me about the colors and i was kind of getting fed up answering everyone individually i was i just ended up sending an email around my office just like by the way the the cake is the asexual flag now you know please stop bothering me about this (laughs) please stop talking to me uh, oh, so that was, incredible. that was fun. Artful. The greatest way to come out ever. It was a very I stressful just, day. I can imagine. That's just so wild. I just wanted to but hear hey, about it again. you've done it, and you've eaten that cake. 
Okay. Well, did everyone eat the cake? Is it gone? The cake is gone, yes. Um, it was hope. quite a while ago, yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say, I would hope. <laughs> Just checking. Just checking. I did, I did have two slices of, like, two slices of frozen cake in my freezer for a bit, because I didn't manage to eat it all, and I was getting kind of sick of the cake. <laughs> <laughs> Saving it for later. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the acest way to come out. Wonderful. Okay. So, as we've established that you're ace, yes. what's it like being a male human who is asexual? As uh, Kayla mentioned before, there seem to be fewer men than women at large in the community. What's your theory? Give me, give me the tea. <laughs> so, um, obviously, as we all know, society expects men to be inherently more sexual. Um, and it kind of teaches them to be the ones initiating like sex and to an extent romance as well. So, and it's, I guess, because of that, it's kind of seen as maybe a bit shameful if you are a man who isn't hypersexual. Um, so I think it's maybe a lot harder for men to come to terms with the possibility of being asexual because of that because they're kind of expected and pressured by society to be that way i think also even like if men like are like yeah i'm ace they may be less willing to be like open about it just because society's like Mm. sex man yeah yeah i feel like if women come out as asexual, there's almost this thing of like, oh, well, you're a woman. You're not supposed to say you like sex anyway. Like women are mm. supposed to be very like quiet and dear me are like, oh, haha, I don't like sex. Just kidding. I very much do. Please sexualize me. Haha. But with men, it's, <laughs> you know what I mean? You know how it is, ladies. Uh, <laughs> but with men, it's like you're supposed, there's, I feel like there's this bro culture of like, oh, we're just going to sit in our garage and talk about sex and drink a beer specifically in the garage <laughs> you know the man cave you know that's where all the sex talks happen <laughs> i feel like don't they i don't know i'm not a man <laughs> i don't i don't think we have that many garages over here um yeah maybe that's an american man thing that i'm <laughs> like so like suburban or like rural american thing <laughs> yeah i'm thinking of like a soccer dad or like a mm-hmm. football dad you know mm-hmm. yeah 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 no, I, I got you. No, you get it. Did you find that that made it hard for you to, like, come out or come to terms with your sexuality? Just all of that, like, you need to be a man's man type of thing? Not me personally, because I feel like I was already weird enough and distanced enough from the norm for other reasons um, that I, I didn't really add, care about adding one more thing onto the um, pile, as it were. <laughs> Um, and, uh, throughout, even though I didn't know the word asexual throughout, um, like secondary school, high school equivalent, um, I was just, I was acting asexually. People would say, oh, you don't want sex. They knew that I didn't want sex and I didn't have a word for it, but I was like, yeah, don't, sex is stupid. (laughs) Did you feel pressure in high school or secondary school, um, like to be like having sex and you were just like nah or was it just like everyone was just kind of talking about it I definitely felt ostracized somewhat just because 
it felt like somewhere at the start of secondary school, uh, there was a switch that someone flicked and then suddenly everyone was sexual and talking about sex and romance. And uh, I was like, where's my switch? I didn't get a switch. <laughs> um, so yeah, it definitely made me feel a bit othered. And that was a point where I started socializing less and generally being alone. <laughs> Yeah, I remember uh, a friend of ours in college telling me, um, who's also a man, but I remember him telling me that, like, in his school, like, starting in, like, freshman year of high school, all the guys would start, like, talking about porn and whatever, and he was like, yeah, if you, like, admitted that you didn't watch porn, then you got, like, super made fun of by people in school, like, just in the locker room of gym. I was like, what do they care what you watch? It's very strange. Like I once had a guy walk up to me, like stared at me dead in the face and said, do you masturbate? Oh, sir. <laughs> and I was like, uh, okay, I don't know why you're asking this, but no. And he was like, I don't believe you. And then he just walked off. There was also, no other actually, context. He just walked up. To <laughs> I actually remember this wasn't with someone that was asexual. At least I don't know that they are. I don't think they are, but it was in high school and I had, Um, some friends that were like very religious and so someone asked um one of a a girl I knew asked a guy I knew like oh well so you're so religious like in your religion you're not supposed to masturbate so like you don't do you and he was like no like I don't and she was like I don't believe you all guys masturbate and I was like why are you we're in band class can you please (laughs) also like you can't prove that like what what do you want Yeah, it's like, yeah, it's, a, it's just, I don't know why someone would feel that was an okay thing to just ask out of the blue. Yeah, I don't know. I don't want to know if anyone does, personally. I'd rather not know at all, no matter what your whole deal is with your sexuality As we discussed last week, no one has genitalia. <laughs> Actually, no one has genitalia. Just smooth Barbie bodies all the way mm-hmm. down. That would yep. be preferable, honestly. Um, yeah. <laughs> my, no my boyfriend will love hearing that. Um. <laughs> She's like, wait, what? You don't like you don't like me? You want me to be a Barbie? Hello. Speaking of your boyfriend, what a what a transition I just did. Oh, thank you, beautiful. Thank you. Love it. I love it here. Um, so you identify as a homo romantic asexual. Uh, as Kayla wrote on this doc, the gay community is even more sex positive and horny and such. <laughs> It just um, seems like it is. I don't know. I'm not gay. No, it, it outside, is. I just it really looks that way. Have you seen a pride parade? I have. I just think your your phrasing of and horny and such was funny. Um, but I guess how does that interact with your asexuality? Yeah, um, I definitely don't feel particularly comfortable going to gay spaces because they're, like you said, very sexualized, and it's makes it difficult when you want to find someone to date or even just have gay friends and one of you pretty much your only option is going to a gay bar um and i've I've been to a gay bar a couple of times it's very loud um people get very handsy um like i had some guy grabbed my ass when i was in there i was like ah, i don't want this this isn't good um that's my ass (laughs) you can't have it sir please I kind of, when he grabbed it, I wasn't expecting it, obviously, and I just had a jerk reaction and kicked the person in front of me. <laughs> Honestly, the correct response. 
But it obviously, he had nothing to do with it because the guy who grabbed my ass was behind me. Um, <laughs> oh no, I love it. Was, it. But yeah, um, and I'd, I'd like to go to those spaces and be more active in the gay community, but I feel like because it's so hypersexual, it's, it's difficult. Um, I feel like a lot of the, the gay men I know, like when they talk about the other gay men they know, it's like, oh, I met this person on Grindr. Oh, I, you know, and it's like, that's just like the network is kind of through a very sexual means. Like, even if you're mm. not like dating or having sex with this person, like, well, you did first meet them through Grindr. And if you're not on Grindr to begin with, because yeah. you're ace then and also grinder is just from what i have seen just the most sexual place in the world like here's a dick here's my abs no faces to be seen yeah you want to look oh. up my asshole <laughs> i saw i've told you this sarah before i think i was like i had a friend a gay friend and he was swiping through pictures on his phone and all of a sudden there was a nude picture of him just like legs spread you phone, did tell me that up the asshole <laughs> we were like no he was like oh sorry these are just for some random guy i just met and i was like but why it's not even a very it was like, not flattering no it's not flattering for anyone like even if you're like the most attractive person in the world. That, no that one has a cute is, asshole, is not, I don't think, look good. probably. I don't think anyone um, has a nice-looking asshole. Oh, maybe it's appealing to gay aloes, I'm not sure. To, to um, the fucking aloes, I don't know what they're doing. <laughs> I don't know what they do. Oh, I'll ask incredible. my boyfriend sometimes, see what he says. <laughs> <laughs> we, need, we need that information. Um, do you, I guess, what has your experience been like dating mm. as a gay ace because the the community gays. is so sexualized gays if you will yes you know like homoromantic asexual or homoromantic ace or gay asexual or gay ace or gays shorten it <laughs> no, to varying really degrees it um, so many options <laughs> um no uh yeah like i said it's uh i i haven't i've kind of had to stick to dating apps because other than that my only option is going to someone which is explicitly sexual and someone's going to expect you to have sex with them um but i think that it's quite useful that okcupid and tinder in particular let you put your put that you're asexual on your profile um so i can have that up there right next to my face so they they know that's the thing straight away and i was being very picky on who i was swiping the I can never remember which way it is, the positive direction. I think it's right. Swiping. I wouldn't know. I've right. done a lot of swiping in my day. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Um, yeah, uh, I, I wasn't swiping right on people who uh, like were overtly sexual or even topless just because I thought they're probably going to want sex, so there's no point. Um, I can see your nips, you're out. <laughs> Cover them nips. <laughs> I just I just linger on that picture for a bit longer and then swipe. <laughs> um, it's the anti-free the nip movement. You know. Um yeah, the, the, it's just unfortunate that um you have to kind of out yourself straight away um in that situation. But 
I think it definitely helps to filter out a lot, lot of people who aren't interested in that, I guess, Did you relationship. Ever, yeah. Did you ever have a weird time, like, having to out yourself right away? I remember I was dating someone, and I used to put, like, demisexual in my dating profiles. And I met someone we dated for a while, but I remember when I first met his friends, his friends were like, oh, so I hear you're demisexual. Explain that to me. And it was weird because I was like, but I never came out to you. Like someone just came out for me and that felt very odd, which is also weird because obviously all of us here are out publicly on the internet. Mm. So it's like, but yeah, did you ever have anything weird like that? I don't, I don't think so because my, um, my previous partner was, um, he didn't, let's say he didn't approve of the fact that I was asexual. Um, and uh, so he wouldn't talk about it to anyone else. Um, so I guess he was the only one who knew about that. And then my current boyfriend, um, I haven't actually met any of his friends because he was just over here studying last semester. Um, that's when I met him, uh, but I haven't. But I did, I did go visit him in March, but that was uh, when the whole lockdown stuff was going on. So uh, I didn't get to see anyone other than him, which was not a bad thing. But. Wow, such a fancy foreign man. <laughs> He's um, from America. <gasps> wow. Our next question anyway was, how is your relationship? What did, what did you say during the live stream? Relationship? Human person, Sarah, is that what you called his boyfriend? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't remember either, but apparently my mom and Dean, my boyfriend, were watching the live stream at that time when Daniel was on, and they laughed really hard when you said whatever you said, and they, like, keep bringing it up for some reason. They think it's Human relationship person? I don't know. That sounds right, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. We just had it down to ask you how he was doing. <laughs> that's, no, that's not what the next question was. Well, that's the one I want to do. Okay. Because <laughs> it flows. It flows well when you don't have a big discussion over whether it's the right question or not. Well, you, you, you make a good point. Well, Kayla wrote down, she wrote down, how is your human relationship partner doing today? And then I was like, dude, Kayla, it's rude to ask Daniel how his human relationship partner is doing and not ask Daniel how he's doing. Well, it could have been a follow-up question, but... Give us the tea. You doing good? <laughs> how you doing, Daniel? <laughs> Um, yeah, I'm doing. I'm doing good. Mid podcast, uh, how are you? Just to check up, <laughs> check up on your friends, you guys. Just ask yeah, them to do it. Um, I mean, uh-huh. been in been in lockdown for the last like nearly two months. Mm-hmm. Uh, mainly working from home because I can do that, and my job I can do it quite easily for the most part. Um, although I'm on furlough at the moment, which is nice because I don't have to work. <laughs> does sound really nice um and my my job isn't at risk because of that it's just because my company's being greedy and wants to take money from the government instead of paying us ourselves yay Um, capitalism actually kayla that was a horrible transition to the next question because now we have to go back yeah we have to go back (laughs) it's fine this is a conversation it's fluid just like gender (laughs) good time just like gender and sexuality it's fluid Yes. Okay. Um, now that we've had that weird interlude, um, <laughs> what what do you find has been like the hardest part about dating 
someone who's not ace. And then I wrote, oh, no, I accidentally made a sex joke because I said hardest part. And, and yeah, was- see, if you hadn't said, like, oh, no, it's a sex joke, I wouldn't have thought that. <laughs> so. Because um, we're all through ace. Away. <laughs> but uh, I didn't notice either. It took me ages to work out what the sex joke was. Um, nice. even- <laughs> Um, Just a couple of ace people not getting sex jokes. Uh, um, yes, the most difficult part, let's say, um, is that it's more personally for me that I'm worried that I can't give enough in the relationship, which is mainly due to my own insecurities and thinking, oh, if he met someone who was the same as me, but Allo, then he'd want to date them instead. Um, so every now and then I'm just like, you're still okay that mace, right? Just have to check in, which is probably, it's, it shouldn't be that way. And I know that I'm no less of a person because of that, but, um, I just get insecure, I suppose. I feel like insecurity in relationships is just like always a thing. And it's kind of like pick which thing you're insecure about. Like I continually ask my boyfriend if he hates me or if he's mad at me, when there's simply no reason for him to be mad at me, but I'm just like, you're looking at me differently today, so <laughs> what did I do? People even do that with, like, platonic relationships. I'm like, oh, you you broke our Snapchat streak. Is, are, is our friendship over? <laughs> like, Yeah, I always think people are mad at me. It's just what I feel. Yeah. What I'm hearing, though, is that your, like, worst-case scenario would just be, like, a clone of yourself, but aloe? Yes. Okay. If there was one of those, I would volunteer to kill it for you if you needed Ooh, me to. Oh, that'd be fun. <laughs> just say sure. It's an option. <laughs> not sure how I feel about this murder. Take it or leave but, it? Um... <laughs> <laughs> hmm, against murder. Interesting. But, but All I don't aces have to see against myself. murder? <laughs> to see myself dead then that would you wouldn't weird. have to see it i would i would take care of it <laughs> i mean mm-hmm. you saw me in animal crossing with that axe okay <laughs> it's very scary <laughs> i have a i have a sword on my wall okay Ooh, that's cool. i got this um wow <laughs> where, where are we now <laughs> had your boyfriend did he know what is i feel like you might have said this during the live stream, but did he know what asexuality was before he knew you? Um, I don't, I think it's been a while. Um, I think he looked it up um, either before the first date or in between the first and second dates. I think that's what he told me. Um, I de- like in the first few dates, we never had like a proper conversation about it. Cause I was just a bit nervous about having that conversation, but I, I established that he, did see on my profile that I was asexual and that, that, um, and then when I did start actually talking about it, I, um, I was quite fortunate in that I make videos about asexuality on YouTube. So I was like, go, go watch my videos. Just here, (laughs) just go subscribe and like, and hit the notification bell. It's fine. Smash that like button. (laughs) I don't think I've ever asked anyone to hit the notification bell. Um, that seems like too much to ask. Well, now we're asking for you, everyone who's listening, Go do that. Hit that notification bell. Slice of ace. <laughs> go um, find it. Go find it. Okay. So something I've noticed. So you're British. I've noticed that. 
That's good. Um, <laughs> thank you. I also, I was having a conversation with, is Barefoot Backpacker his full thing? I'll look it up. Yeah. I don't know I their think. pronouns, but I believe so. Well, they have a blog and a podcast. Check it out. Um, and I can't remember if they're British. I think they might be. But anyway, when we were putting together the live stream, I noticed, and I think they noticed by looking at the lineup that like everyone is British. That's like, I think all asexuals are British is what I noticed. Oh. Like, <laughs> it was like the vast majority of like visible activists or YouTubers or whatever are British. And I know like Barefoot Backpacker on Twitter was talking about like their theories about like, is it the culture of like how people in the UK talk about sex or like American culture being like weirdly repressed about talking about sex. So I wanted your opinion. Weirdly repressed, but also very sexual. Exactly. That's what I said (laughs) on Twitter. So I wanted your take on it because I'm very curious about this. Yeah, I was trying, I was was thinking about this um, because there are a lot. Like, uh, and it seems to have the podcast side of the asexual community covered that. everyone else like youtube Uh, is for england activism is for england and then us and courtney are over here like podcasts podcasts are american (laughs) the americans (laughs) i mean you have david j at least um that's true it's true we do have david so um yeah i i think i don't know if i it seems to me from my i've visited america all of once um and most of that was inside a flat because I didn't want to get ill. Um, Fun. An apartment. Um, (laughs) So fancy. It makes it sound so much nicer than I'm sure they are. (laughs) Um, It was a uni uni flat, so it's okay. University. Sorry, this got this got very British very fast and Kayla won't shut up about it. Excited. I'm sorry, I'll shut up. People are British, um, Kayla, okay? Get over it. Kayla, people are, aren't from America sometimes. It's not all about America, okay? <laughs> yeah, I really wish it wasn't. Okay, I'll let you America, talk now. America is a lot bigger than the UK, though. Like the, I feel like the UK is smaller than some states, so... The UK yes. is smaller than Michigan, which is our Is it state. really? It's either... I'm trying to remember if that is including water odd. or not. But either the UK way, they could they're definitely like, fit in Texas like twelve times, probably. Yeah, not twelve is a lot. Twelve is a lot. Maybe six. <laughs> anyway, well, no, I mean, what I what I've discovered from driving across the United States multiple times is America is full of nothing. There's so much nothing here. Anyway, continue. Yes. <laughs> so British activists, YouTubers, and asexual people. That was very phrased backwards. Apparently, all my senses are off from now on. Um, we're all thriving right now. <laughs> um, I think, uh, from what I've noticed, like people who are homophobic or transphobic or acephobic or queerphobic in general, um, seem to be more vocal in America. I don't know if that's true or just what I've noticed. Um, I don't know if that means there's more of them per person or it's just because um, there seems to be specific areas where in the U.S. which are more. Uh, Super and conservative dash. religious. The worst. Yeah. I try not to talk about religion publicly um, for reasons. I mean, um, not, not all religious people are shitty, but... No. 
But sometimes they, they do be. But sometimes they do be. And that's dumb. Whereas I feel like the majority of the UK, like there are obviously people in the UK who are not accepting. Um, but I don't think there's like a specific area or a specific group of people who are um, particularly more so. And I don't know if that has anything to do with it because people feel more comfortable being public about a lesser known sexuality because of that, um, perhaps. Um, but that's pretty much the only thing I could think of. Um, maybe it's also because British people don't talk about sex stuff as much. So not wanting sex is more acceptable. I'm not sure. Yeah, I was going to ask, I feel like there's a lot of stereotypes of British people where everyone is very like repressed and like, we're not going to talk about our feelings and we're just going to make sarcastic jokes and being very witty. So I was wondering, like, I do that too. That's the Irish Catholic in me. (laughs) (laughs) So I was wondering, A, like how much that stereotype actually lives up and B, if you think that could have anything to do with it. I feel like there's a lot of passive aggressiveness because of bottled up emotions in the UK. <laughs> Love that. Um, we don't, yeah, I guess we're not as direct with our uh, emotions or expressions of anger. Um, Americans will punch you in the face. <laughs> yeah, Americans like to do a lot of standing outside and screaming, so. Oh, I was going to say, I've noticed that all the Americans that I've met have on average, louder voices than people over here. Yeah, we're not I, helping with that, I'm sure. We're very loud people. <laughs> I walk loudly. Oh, my But God. I've been told. Oh, you <laughs> And apparently that's an American thing. <laughs> oh, my God. I used to live with Sarah for so many years, and she would be upstairs walking, and we would be downstairs. And it would be like the earth was ending. <laughs> it was insane. <laughs> How do you walk loudly? I here's, I ask for theory. that every day. <laughs> here's my theory. I grew up in a house that there was no hardwood floor in it. It was all carpet or tile. And so when you're like walking it's on carpet, like you can't like hear it. And so like I just didn't realize uh, how loud I was she walking. She goes like heel first, <laughs> just like how you're su- you're supposed to. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> not you, like really to just get, walk on your toes. You get in there though. <laughs> See, all these hand motions are things that our listeners can't see. <laughs> she imagine me getting in there. We are recording this. We could just post that. Maybe we should. Um, what was I going to say? The um, I, I can't say anything because I I walk messed up. Um, yeah, I Same. walk from the outside of my feet inwards. I wore. Um, I walk from the, the inside opposite. of my feet out, and <laughs> I walk like in, an insane person. Sarah can see me from like feet and feet away and she I can knows. see her from I could I would like see her from across campus and be like oh that's Kayla just because I'm just waddling away <laughs> <laughs> I do the same thing wow um I can't remember what we we're talking about with four feet um me neither <laughs> uh British people I think it makes sense to me though because I feel like at least the current state of America is everyone is very divided and people feel very justified saying their opinions mm-hmm. and a certain group of people feels especially good about doing it's, that now. It's individualism. Your voice matters. Yeah. America's really like all about me, which doesn't help with mm. some of that. 
Yeah, you know? I think there's been a lot more division in the UK recently with Brexit and uh, there was another thing as well that I can't remember. <laughs> the most recent election. Um, which is all, all fun things that definitely had fun outcomes. All that, and yet Boris Johnson is still dealing with coronavirus much better than Trump is. And that's saying something. I, it's yeah. just bad. Anyway, this is a politics <laughs> podcast now. Ooh. Um, Sarah's not supposed you, to talk about politics on the podcast. Yeah, I've been. I'm not supposed to allow that. her. So, um, Kayla, did you see that video? Uh, Jeff Goldblum was tweeting. Was tweeting. Was was trending on Twitter recently. And I was like, I why? And I clicked on it, and there was these two guys getting into a fist fight on the street, and one of them looked like Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> that was the whole thing. <laughs> and Jeff Goldblum was kicking this guy's ass. But it wasn't <laughs> Jeff Goldblum. It was not Jeff Goldblum. What um, does this have to do with what we're talking about? Violence. <laughs> okay, sure. No, but but the guy who he, whose ass he was kicking apparently like cat called some girl, and Jeff mm. Goldblum did not like it. And <laughs> Jeff Goldblum, but, fucking, he did like a spinning kick. He he really went all out. <laughs> wow. I can't Just imagine Jeff, Jeff Goldblum fighting anyone. Um, oh, he's so he seems like such a nice guy. He just he just like has his assistant melt people like in that one scene in Thor Ragnarok. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> Kayla, don't give me that face. I shall. Uh I have another very official question that definitely is asexuality related for sure. And that is why your Animal Crossing Island looks so good. Why is that? How did you do that? Um, I don't know is the answer. Um, things no looking good is <laughs> things looking good is subjective, surely. Um, I what a good by the, political answer. <laughs> by the time I got to the point where I could terraform my island, um, I was I I liked the way that the terrain was anyway, so I tried to build it around that, um, and yeah. I guess I kept a lot of it more. Kitty. An ace kitty. architect. Um, Welcome an ace architect. everyone. Here she comes. <laughs> what do you want? How's your island doing, Sarah? You're so new to Animal Crossing. Let's have I an Animal Crossing some... update. Should this be a new segment we do every week? <laughs> sure. <laughs> I planted some flowers that I had had for quite some time. I was just stressed about them. <laughs> you know you can replant them. Yes, and that made me feel much better. Good. I was very stressed about oh, planting God. my trees. Once you get terraforming, you're gonna be so stressed. Oh, it's gonna be it's gonna be the worst. Like I know you're this gonna game be is, like, so supposed sad. to be relaxing, <laughs> but yeah, like you're when I was it. like, I have to plant my trees. I was like, I don't know where to put them. And my sister's girlfriend was like, You can dig them back up. Too. <laughs> I know. Once she told me that, I felt much better. Oh Lord. I get unnecessarily stressed out about everything. <laughs> oh, I, I have you're... had days where I'm like sweaty over Animal Crossing because I'm stressed about it. So I get it. Like sometimes I'm just sweaty about it. I think the only thing that's permanent is choosing the name of the town in the first place. I don't think you can if move I... the town hall either, which is annoying to me because I don't like where mine is. Can you move your yeah. house? You can move your house. Yeah, yeah. Can you move the museum? Yes. yes. 
but it does cost nice. money. I recently moved every single building on my island except for my house, and it cost a lot of bills. <laughs> is that is that how you got them all like lined up? Yeah, I got them all like in a row because they were originally everywhere, and then I wanted them in a row. It was a lot, and I needed to get it all done before my birthday party because there was going to be people there. No, Incredible. I, um, I wanted my museum to be in the same place, but on a hill. Um, mm. So I had to move the museum away and then build the hill and then put <laughs> the museum back. Mm-hmm. So I had to move it twice. Yeah, Article. I recently had a house that I wanted just like three squares up. So I had to move it and then move it back oh, with yeah. three squares up. It was... This is an Animal Crossing podcast now. Thank you. When Kayla initially wrote that question, she just wrote, how did you get your Animal Crossing island? No, she just said, how did you get your Animal Crossing? <laughs> I forgot and, to type the rest. <laughs> and, and so I responded. I was like, I don't know. You probably got it on like the Nintendo shop. Like, I don't know why you're asking this question. Just curious how he got it. Oh, how, how do we um, buy games in the UK? Yeah, what's the UK like in games? Do you have a game store? What's that like? <laughs> so culturally different, I'm sure. Probably pretty, probably pretty much the same. There's a shop called Game, um, and you can buy games from it. It's just um, called Game. Yes, in capital letters. Whoa! <laughs> just game. that sounds so aggressive and American. Game. <laughs> like game. I mean, I guess we have GameStop. We have GameStop. Game. Yeah. Wow, riveting stuff. Yeah, I'm trying to remember what the name of the. There's like a video store or what used to be a video store by my house. Blockbuster? It's not Blockbuster. Hold on. I'm looking on Google Maps. Was Blockbuster in the UK? I heard about it a lot. Um, I think so, but I'm not sure. I mean, I guess it's nowhere now, but... Yeah. Rip. I believe it's called... I'm looking for the name of this thing. It's called Game Dude. I hate that. (laughs) All caps, like giant yellow sign. (laughs) That's a no from me. Anyway, (laughs) next question that I wrote, how are you so cool and why haven't we been best friends forever? Just wondering. (laughs) Um, You are under no obligation to answer that question. (laughs) I I wasn't aware that I was cool, to be honest. You're our new best friend. Very cool. You're our new best friend. You have no option. Sorry. No, I, I, was no, never, I, I was never considered cool at school, so... Uh, I was telling listen. Sarah after the live stream, you remind me a lot of our friends from school. Like our, I don't know, I feel like specifically our friends that we did theater with, maybe because they're also like all queer and ace also. When were you telling me this? I feel like I told you that. Maybe I just you told myself didn't. that. <laughs> well, I meant to. Anyway. You remind me a lot of, like, a lot of friends that Sarah and I had in college. So when you were on the live stream, I was like, Daniel, my best friend forever. Look, this is the ASPEC community. We're the cool kids now. Oh, I can't. Accept it. (laughs) (laughs) No, 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 no. She wanted to be on the podcast. Oh, my God. I was on a walk today, and I saw six cats. Six cats? Where were you? Six cats. Just, like. (laughs) In the neighborhood around where I live. That's Just very That's an alleyway and there's little cats singing. Oh. I love cats. Not the movie. It was shitty. Anyway. The movie was great. I don't know what you're talking I mean, about. it was great in that it was shitty. Yeah. Um, 
our final scripted question is what is your favorite kind of cake yep uh so my favorite type of cake is carrot cake which in theory in if you think about putting something in cake carrots does not seem like a good thing to put in a cake but it's really nice um i don't know if i've ever eaten carrot cake actually i never have and i don't ever plan to it's 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 very moist um (laughs) daniel's like shut the fuck up Daniel, you have to know I'm the pickiest eater on planet Earth. Don't take it as a personal affront. It's very Use, um, it, You put oil in it, which is interesting mm-hmm. for a cake. Um, Sticky. And that's, yeah, it ends up being quite moist. And then normally you have like cream cheese icing or something weird on it. It's, it's a very strange cake, but I really like what it. What a strange time. Kayla, what's your Sarah, favorite kind of cake? Oh, I was just going to ask you that. Um, <laughs> my favorite cake, I, can I have a confessional here on this podcast? Okay. Um, my confession is that, like, I don't like cake that much. I'll say this while I'm on. You're cancelled from the podcast. Here's the thing. is It's it's not the cake I don't like. It's that often cake has, like, a lot of icing. And I don't like icing that much when it's... Icing or frosting? Oh. Wait, there's a difference. Because frosting doesn't exist in the UK. What do you mean? What do you think is the difference? The way I view the difference is... Icing is like thinner, mm-hmm. and frosting is like the stuff that I just eat by the spoonful sometimes. <laughs> yeah, the stuff that you that you can get in like the Pillsbury mm-hmm. thing, can I can do that. I think it's like the cake that you buy from like a grocery store that's like pre-made and it has like no one else can see this, but it has like an inch of frosting on the top. And then there's the frosting that they do in like swirls on the edge. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I mean, I would. I don't like whipped cream either. I don't. I don't like whipped cream either. But yeah, a lot of times, like (laughs) if you're gonna like get like a grocery store cake, the frosting kind of sucks. That's why you got it. It's too much. Yeah, I can only do certain frosting is if it's like a thicker frosting anyway so this is all to say that my favorite cake isn't a real cake but it's this cake that i used to have my mom make for me all the time where it's called a cookie brownie cake and you make a big cookie that's like a big circle like you could get also in the grocery store and then you put chocolate frosting on it and then you put a big circle brownie on top and you put more frosting and so it's very thin and it's really just a cookie and a brownie but it's a cake and i love it that's an American abomination. It's really good, and you should try it. It's so good. Why would I eat that? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you personally, I don't think you would eat that, but someone should eat it, <laughs> and that someone should be me. There's um, you can uh, there's a shop called Millie's Cookies uh, here in the UK. Um, I don't know if it's just where I used to grow up. Maybe I don't know. Um, but it, you can get these cookie cakes, which are yeah. just like massive cookies. Yes, that's um, what I'm talking about. And then you Perfect. put it puts like icing around it. Um, they used to have loads of um, Smarties on them as well. Um, Smarties but, different. M and M's. Oh, Smarties! I think they are slightly different in the US. Yeah, because I know Smarties. They, they look in like M and M's, right? Different. Yeah, I think that our Smarties are the same as Canada's Smarties. Yeah. Okay. Are um, I had, I had <laughs> I've had many discussions about the different sweets with my boyfriend. <laughs> um, Americans, um, but, they they look like uh like uh like M and M's or Skittles. What do they, they taste don't like? Look like? Daniel, what do they taste like? They're like uh. Are they chocolate or like sweet cho- or like? The chocolate sugar. is like a sweet coating on oh, the outside. Oh, so it's like an M M&M. and M. Yeah, but 
wild. It's, yeah. They taste different to M&M's, like different chocolate maybe. Um, but yeah, they, they, at some point they took the Smarties off because there was too much sugar in them. And it's like, well, it's a cookie it's a cake. cake. <laughs> so stupid. Uh, but yeah. Sarah, what's your yeah. favorite cake? Yellow cake. That's not a flavor. Yes, <laughs> Daniel's is. like, bitch, what? <laughs> there's white I'm, cake I'm... and there's yellow cake. So not vanilla. So uh, just if like you... a regular sponge cake. Yes. With some nice, just good old vanilla buttercream frosting. That shit slaps. But what, so why can't you just call it a vanilla cake? Like, you have a vanilla a cake between... or a chocolate cake? There's a difference between white and yellow. And I prefer yellow. <laughs> okay. White's made without um, egg yolks. God, um, what a chef we have here. Well, I made a white cake for my, um, <laughs> the thousand sub video because I wanted a whiter, like, oh, bit for the yeah, white bit of the slug. Because um, it's hard to dye something white um, <laughs> without making it inedible by putting bleach in it. Um, oh. <laughs> um, I mean, Trump says we should drink bleach. Yes, but he's not really a very intelligent person, is he? He's what? Um, I have no idea. (laughs) (laughs) What? Um, (laughs) um, What was I saying? I don't think I was saying. I was just commenting on cake. Uh, Cake comments. Cake podcast now. I mean, Daniel is... Daniel is a cake podcast. (laughs) Cake tuber. (laughs) Cake tuber. That's what Daniel um, is. <laughs> yeah, so I actually have a cooking channel. It was all a ruse. Um. <laughs> Incredible. I was going to say this podcast has gone off the rails, but I don't think it was ever on the rails. <laughs> no. No rails to be had. No, not here. Certainly not. Uh, Kayla, do you have any other uh, questions, things you would like to inquire while we have... Daniel in this internet space? It's a lot of pressure. Let me think. Do you have anything? No, but I will say uh, everyone should go listen to the episode of AOK that Daniel was on. Because it's better uh, than this. <laughs> <laughs> it is probably more informative, but yeah, I think we had more fun. <laughs> Wow, I'm gonna tell Courtney you said that. Great, great respect to Courtney. Courtney, I love you. We had a. But she's we not had a, fun. No, her. Okay, her podcast is more just like interviews, whereas our podcast is just like say whatever bullshit. the fuck you want. Ours is bullshit, and Courtney's a professional. We get it. We we, we talked about Lord of the Rings and Godzilla before, uh, like on the Patreon only questions we did at the start oh. of Courtney. So nice. we, were, we were talking about fun things as well. You, you got to pay for the, to get that fun shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> pay to get that sweet, sweet Godzilla talk? Is that what you said you were talking Godzilla about? Godzilla and Lord of the Rings. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> My question for Daniel, the very last one I have, is what is next for your YouTube channel? What are you doing? What are you working on? What should people subscribe to see? That's a very good question. And... I would have an answer for it if I planned my videos more than a week in advance. Wow, that's us. us. That's <laughs> us. Uh, I did recently write a list of ideas, but... Um, 
that doesn't help. I can tell you personally, you'll never look at that list ever again. <laughs> or you'll look at it and then say, these all suck. I went, I went, I went off the list after like one week. Um, just cause something will come up and I'm like, Oh, I can make a video about that. Um, uh, yes, I was originally planning when I started to always be a week ahead, but then I got really stressed about uh, like I'm a perfectionist, so I was always editing the video until it came out. Um, so unless I finish it, finish them like on the deadline, then it stresses me out. So what I'm hearing is subscribe to Slice of Ace for surprise. Ace content. <laughs> it is perfectly yes. edited and very good. It will be stunning. It will not be planned, but it will be edited to a T. Yes. I, I write myself notes before I record. That's um, good. That's way more than we do. That's what I do. You just don't do that. Sometimes I write notes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Great. <laughs> um, <laughs> what's our poll for this week? Our poll for this week is Daniel is... cool. Yes or yes. Okay. Uh, we're not even going to do a secondary poll. Like that's the only poll we're going to no, do. No, we should probably do a secondary <laughs> one for sure. Well, I came up with the first one, so you got to come up with the second one, Kayla. Um, Unless you have any fun ideas, Daniel. We fa- it, it's it's always easier the first time than like the 130th time whatever fucking episode we're on. 130 Two? I don't know. I um, can't think of anything. Our other poll is... I want to do something about, like, dating as an ace person, but I can't think of a good poll. I guess it could be open-ended. Yeah. We'll just do that. So what's the question going to be? <laughs> the question is... Something, what, something about a dating as an ace yes. person. <laughs> the, uh, the question is, if you are... A non, if you're an ace person who dates, what has your experience been? Hey. That's it. Cool. Um, all right. Hey, hey, Daniel. Yes. Do, you, do you have beef and juice this week? I do. Um, <clears throat> so I'm going to go negative to positive because that always makes people happier, I think. Um, my beef is that uh, it, I've haven't had a proper conversation face to face with someone for about two months um because i live alone oh god <laughs> uh, and my um yep and uh like i said my boyfriend lives in america so i don't know when the next time what i'll a see him bum. literally uh, how dare he <laughs> i'm telling me i'm just gonna make him move here once he can do i me personally, I would much rather live anywhere but America. That's not true, but I would much rather live in Europe than America. So, if you like, just make the point of like you won't have that shitty president anymore if you move. So you'll just have Boris. Just Boris. <laughs> Our buddy uh. Boris. <laughs> Terrible. <name. laughs> Who has like seven kids with like four different mothers? Ew, uh, Boris. Notice Trump though. So put it away, you know. Boris. Um, the most recent child is like a month old. They named it after that. the yeah, like they named the kid after the doctor Brexit? that treated Boris. <laughs> 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 hey, 
name yeah. is Brexit Johnson. This is my son Brexit. <laughs> <laughs> no, they named they named the kid after the doctor that treated Boris Johnson in the hospital when he had coronavirus. That's weird. I don't think anyway. it's as weird as Brexit. <laughs> Um, hey, it's me, Brexit John. Anyway, <laughs> what were we talking about? Daniel was doing, was doing my... news. <laughs> we interrupted him. Um, <laughs> and uh, my juice is that um, I made two and a half million bells profit on my turnips this week. Um, I'm so jealous because my boyfriend had a good. Uh, turnip price and he let me come over and sell my turnips Ugh. Sarah I can't wait until you have turnip prices so that I can add you to my network of people who I ask what their turnip prices are that's fair here's here's my thing um turnips are like the stock market right yes the we're talking market. about animal crossing the stalk the stalk market like their stocks like the vegetable kind oh, get it yeah yeah no I got it the first time <laughs> the stalk market <laughs> Um, it's like, okay. It's going to stress you out. Yeah. You're not going to like it. It also seems too much like gambling. <laughs> yeah, you're not going to like it. I should not get into turnip trade. You sh- you can just do like a little. A lot of people buy like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds. I think I bought like 1,900 turnips this week, which yeah. was a mistake because I have terrible prices this week. Anyway. <laughs> My sister yeah. has a rotten turnip in her house because her girlfriend left it there. I had a rotten turnip for a while because that's how you're supposed to get ants, and I haven't um, gotten an ant yet, but no ants came. Uh, you can this get ants is how flies. you get ants. Wait how, wait, how can you get ants? You can get ants and flies by leaving the turnip. See, outside. yeah, they didn't come. I think Emily's gotten ants from her, from her rotten turnip in her house. Yeah, for, for me, they were... Uh, I put it outside and the ants came. I don't know if... <sighs> Maybe it rained too much or something. Maybe. This is um, an Animal Crossing anyway. podcast. What's your juice, Daniel? <laughs> that that was my juice, the 2.5 Oh, right. Million you already bells. said that. He's I'm rich. rich. <laughs> so many fucking bells. I just paid off my house. So, Which time, though? First time. Yeah. I only have one room. I don't have a need for another room yet. Just wait. I know. <laughs> just wait. Kayla, what's your beef and your juice this week? My beef is that the past two days I've just had, like, a low headache, just, like, chilling in the back, you know? And last night it was definitely migraine because I was, like, getting very hot, and then I thought I was going to vomit. I don't know. Um, So that's annoying, and I keep – my brain keeps convincing me that it's coronavirus, even though that doesn't make sense. Um, But you know how it is. Um, My juice – this was, I guess, from before last episode, but it's fine. Time isn't real. Um, it's my Animal Crossing birthday party. It was very fun. Daniel came. Sarah was there, dressed as a knight. And, and what did I give you? Sarah gave me a tin can for my birthday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a lot of people gave me very nice gifts, and Sarah gave me a tin can. And Kayla gave me the armor. <laughs> I Well, I've so, been meaning to give that to you. So. I gave you a tin can, and... In on your birthday, you yes. gave me armor. <laughs> well, because I want, I'd been wanting to give it to. You, I just forgot. Anyway, and then it someone was very else fun. at the party gave me a helmet, and someone else gave me an axe. But I don't remember who it was. Who are you? I think it Show was yourself. Lily. Was it know. Lily? Never um, 
Anyway, we had a lot of podcast listeners that came and hung out and my island was like maxed out with visitors because I guess I'm very popular and cool now. Uh, it was very fun. That's all. As established, we're the cool kids. In the we're very cool now. Um, okay, my... I thought of another beef while you were talking and then I forgot it. That's okay. Okay. My beef is uh, the systemic, profound, deep-seated racism in the United States. My juice. Big one. <laughs> Big one this week. <laughs> I didn't want to get into specifics, okay? <laughs> we all know. We all know. Um, my juice is that Ben Platt and Noah Galvin are dating. I'm gonna cry. This is also the second case of Evan Incest where two people who have played Evan Hansen in the show, Dear Evan Hansen, have dated each other. The other being Taylor Trench and Ben Levy Ross. All very cute. Like, 80% of the people who have played Evan, who is not a gay character, have been gay. <laughs> um, well, that's Broadway, baby. Also, Broadway, Ben Platt's, uh, his Netflix, like, special concert thing comes out, I think, next mm-hmm. week. And he released a song that was produced by Phineas. Anyway, I have more juice. Anyway. Other juice. Uh, Broadway's Nick Cordero woke up from his coma. He was in a coma for, like, weeks because of COVID-19, and he woke up, and that's very good. My other juice is that I, I saw six cats in my walk this morning, as I mentioned. Those are all very good. Thank you. And all equivalent. <laughs> I sometimes have a Definitely. fox that runs outside my window. <gasps> oh, my God, fun. Um, I The neighborhood dog, or the neighbor's dog, came and came to our yard yesterday, so I just went out during work and sat in the grass and pet a dog, so... I would love to pet a dog. It was huge. The dog is literally, like, horse-sized. It was Mm -hmm. massive. What flavor of dog is it? I don't know. I'd have to ask my dad, because my dad is better friends with the dog than me. But (laughs) it's a big dog, but it's a girl dog, and I guess she's little for the type of dog she is, but she was, like, massive. Anyway. Hmm. Okay. Well, (laughs) you can tell us about your beef, your juice, your massive dogs, um, on our social media at Sounds Fake Pod, uh, Daniel, where can the folks find you? On YouTube, principally. Uh, just search Slice of Ace. That's the easiest way to find me. I'm also on Twitter, Slice of Ace. It's easy enough to find. This um, man's a slice of Ace. Okay, you'll I'm find a slice him. of the Ace community. Oh, it's true. Also, for some reason, just now that made me think of like the phrase like. That's a piece of ass. And I'm like, slice of ace is like the ace <laughs> equivalent of... <laughs> As if someone would say that's a slice of ass. Can you imagine? I know, I'm just saying like the, the, the slice of ace no, is like I the know non-sexual... What, I do know <laughs> what you mean and I do get it, but also no. Thank <sighs> you. Um, <laughs> uh, wow. We also have a Patreon of which... Daniel is a patron, and we didn't know until two weeks ago because we're so Sarah and I suck. <laughs> uh, uh, our, <laughs> our five dollar patrons are Jennifer Smart, Sweet of Winnicota, Austin Ledger, Finney, Perry Fierro, D, Megan Rowell, Quinn Pollock, Emily Collins, Book Marvel, Changing MX, Derek and Chris, Simona Simon, Jamie Jack, Jessica Shea, Rhea Faustina, Daniel Walker. Hi, Daniel. Hi. Oh, no, Hi, I, Daniel. Just, I just closed all patrons. I <laughs> <laughs> have to do it from memory. No, I didn't actually close it. I just went to a different screen. Barefoot Backpacker, Livy, and Madeline Askew. Askew? Askew, you're new. We should ask you how to say your last name. I feel like they're probably super sick of that. I feel like 
that you definitely aren't the first one to say that and they hate you now. sorry madeline um <laughs> but thank you for becoming a patron i hope you don't revoke it after that but i hope I've you do done. i hope okay. you do take it back <laughs> we don't deserve it our ten dollar patrons are Kevin and Tessa at Dirty Uncle Kevin at Tessa underscore M underscore K. Our guests who like to promote the Trevor Project, Ben Finnabar, who like to promote tabletop games, Anonymous, who like to promote Halloween, Sarah McCoy, who likes to promote podcasts from Planet Weird, my Aunt Jeannie, who likes to promote Christopher Saban, Cassandra, who likes to promote their modeling Instagram at Little Red, Doug Rice, who likes to promote Native by Caitlin Curtis, Maggie Capello, who likes to promote her dogs, Instagram at Minnie Muffin nineteen, Nathaniel White, Nathaniel J. Wait, no, sorry, fifteen. I fifteen 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 dollar patrons. <laughs> I was trying to go too fast. There's so many. Um, Manuel and Nathaniel J. Designs.com. com. My mom, Julie, who likes to promote free mom hugs, still from a distance, guys. We're still social distancing. Uh, Sarah Jones, who's at Eternal Wally Everywhere, DH Pell, who likes to promote the podcast The Beacon, and Dragonfly, who would like to promote Daniel being cool. Yes. Great. Uh, do you have any parting words for us? It's okay if the answer is no. Thank you for having me on. Um, <laughs> wow, so kind. Thank you for putting up with us, Daniel. <laughs> thank you for putting up with this absolute shit show. Uh, and thank you to those listening. Uh, tune in next Sunday for more of us in your ears. Until then, take good care of your cows and your Daniels. Take good care of your Daniels. What if you're a message to Daniels? Daniel? This is a message to Daniel's boyfriend specifically. Please take care of Daniel. Dear God. <laughs> it's funny because he's actually going to listen to this. Oh, hi, Daniel's partner, human. Anyway. Okay, I'm going to stop the recording now. (laughs) I wish you would.